Hey guys, welcome to another episode of MC Anime. MC here, and I have a special guest with uh, me today, Caitlin Johnson. How are you doing today? Hi, good, Mason. I'm great. Thanks so much for having me. Happy to be here. Okay. Uh, Catherine, tell me a little bit about yourself, what you do, and uh, where they can find you on social media. Well, I am a transformational coach. I teach people to live a freer, fuller life and help people um, overcoming obstacles. I have a best-selling book called The Joy of Obstacles, and it's all about um, seeing obstacles as a catalyst for connection and something to bring us together rather than pull us apart. Okay, I like that, and it has a lot of different connections. And before I introduce today's episode, you can go to the podcast where you go to podcast near you, Google and Apple, and other podcast directories, www.mcmapodcast.com is the website that we use. And then if you want, you can support us on Patreon at Blog MC Anime. We can upload and give t- tribute to the podcast. So today's episode that we're going to do is The Matrix and talk about the spirituality of The Matrix and how Catherine over here has personal connection and metaphors to spirituality in the movie. So... What about The Matrix that you really connect with? I love The Matrix when it first came out. Um, just because it was super cool, but there was so much more behind it for me besides being a super cool movie with a lot of cool special effects. To me, The Matrix is all about overcoming limiting mindset and what we're all capable of. Uh, Neo, through the movie, learns to be um, basically unstoppable and transcend limits of reality, basically. I mean, we all have our own perceptions of what is possible for ourselves, and we all can transcend those limits. We all can fly and soar, so to speak. True. I do agree with the Matrix breaking those limits and actually how reality can be a illusion and how things are actually taken for granted that the matrix universe gives us that perspective i also feel that it really does get into the mindset of what life could be and what the matrix represents what do you think about that statement exactly um the matrix talks a lot about, about programs and viruses and I believe we grow up and we are literally programmed by parents, by TV, by society, by people, by all kinds of people about what is appropriate for us and what we should be and therefore the box we should fit in. However, I think what is more um, accurate and what I help my clients do is design a life that is aligned with what's in their heart and their own inner wisdom. I help them design a life that is what they want to do and what is their passion and I help them move through it one step at a time. True. I think we're like I think the society roles and expectations by society traps us and limits us what we can do. Because we try to oblige what society wants and also what we are viewed upon in society. So having that society role matriarch kind of brings into forth don't necessarily conform to society 
follow the rules of society, but be yourself within society. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's absolutely it. Um, yes, that's incredible. We're all sort of, you know, we are all sort of programmed to be a certain way. And in myself, um, with the Joy of Obstacles, I have 20 years as a professional accountant. And in 2017, I left my job to follow a calling um, for something greater. And I went to California for six months. And after the six months, I took a retreat. Um, and everybody there said, you should write a book. And I thought, oh my God, I can't write a book. I'm an accountant. What the heck is this about? And I decided I wanted to write a book. I would write the book because at the end of my life, I wanted I wanted to know what could have been. I didn't want to just take the comfortable road. And now I'm I'm living a life that's very aligned um, and I'm sharing my passions with people and helping people be be the, their own person and be and live their passions. And um, it's such a beautiful way to spend my time. Sure. I, you do bring up programming. Matrix is kind of interesting because it not only provides like what the movie looks like and how the matrix is built, but you're programmed to live a certain life. And the people that default from such program are like the divergent type who are, get away from the programming are now finding a revolution of a, of a few to fight the majority of people to be saved. That's right. I believe society right now is going through a revolution. There, you know, things have changed a lot, of course. And I think obstacles and crisis does two things. It shows us where our strengths are, and it also shows where our weaknesses are and what needs to be changed. So those old ways of being are falling away. Those programs no longer work, and we're having to redefine ourselves. And okay. it's it's a way to create beautiful, beautiful connections with people. And uh, how are you describing that uh, revolution type deal with society right now? How they break in the program and be, become themselves and like the matrix did? Well, it's all over the place. I hear a lot of people are changing relationships. A lot of relationships are ending in divorce or transforming in some way. People are changing careers. People are, they might have the same career, but they work differently. A lot of people continue working at home. People are re-evaluating their priorities, anything. They're re-evaluating their friendships. They're re-evaluating how they spend their free time, what they're eating, how their body is. I think we've all realized you know, we all had a lot of introspective time the last year or two, and people have really realized what, what works for them and what doesn't work. And people are looking now to sort of, um, now that things are opening up again and, and transform themselves, and they're looking for, you know, what does the new me look like? And that's what I can do. I can help people discover what the new me looks like, help them build a vision and help support them along the way as they transform into something that is much more fully their full self and their passion. I do agree with that because people are reinventing themselves in ways that we're not usually seeing. 
there has been there's been a big change in the self identity and how you identify as a person. So individuality and individualism is very high. And I feel like one aspect of the matrix is yourself. How do you define yourself in the role of others? Like, yes, you have a projected illusion of what your life could be like, but that's not actually living the true life that you are living in the moment. That's a program life. It's an illusion of what you are thinking is good, but it's like a simulation of what life is. It's not actually real life. Exactly. Agree with you more, Michael. It's our programs are so ingrained with us that that they seem so real, and people see me. And um, one part of my coaching is to how to connect to your intuition or your higher self that inner knowing that we all have whether you're spiritual or not you still have an inner knowing you get those nudges that mm, this isn't right for me and it tells you you know you have a different path what are you doing and we try to hold on to the status quo because it's normal because we feel safe but it's not right and when the harder we hang on the more difficulty and the more struggle we have in our lives. And as soon as we start to let go and listen to that higher voice and believe in ourselves, we can fly just like Neo in the Matrix. Yeah. You you can become like a, like Neo. Be beyond the Matrix. Be the the one changing factor that changes it all for everyone else. Because you have that power to have change like Neo did in the Matrix. You can potentially bring out change in the world through various means and you have the potential to do so. That's right, Michael. Not not Mason, not only do we have the power, but it it is our it is our purpose to find our power and use it to help others, I believe. Okay. And in the matrix, how do you feel that you have been empowered? Like, what is a specific example that you connect with for empowerment? In the movie itself, mm -hmm. um, I love the line when Neo and Morpheus are practicing kung fu, and Morpheus says, "Stop trying to hit me and hit me." Yeah, and. Oh this idea of try there is no try either you are going to do something or you are not going to do something and the number one factor that determines our success for doing something is our decision within ourselves our committed decision to say this is my vision this is what i want for my life and i am doing this one step at a time when you are committed the universe supports you and you have unbelievable power beyond your imagination to achieve your goals. I do believe you brought really two important points. Willpower and commitment. Willpower, you have a very strong will and that can be by itself able to change other people's minds. It only takes one for a movement of willpower to actually achieve like an influencer type deal or even a movement for a better change. That's right. It only takes one and it can be easy. That's what one of my mentors tells me all the time. 
Yeah, I do agree. And then the commitment to a cause is another big power move for power. Because the more you commit it, the more you put time into the cause that you believe in, and then try to make the change resulting from believing in the movement and actively and passionately achieving what you want to do specifically in that narrative. Yeah, the more committed you are, the more the universe supports you. I've noticed that every day, and that is because if you're not committed, the universe doesn't know what to do. So your commitment to something has to be first for things to work out easily and have flow in your life. A lot of people say, you know, when I have money, then I'll do this. When I have the perfect job or the perfect home, then I'll do this. You need to make the commitment first and do what you can from where you are with what you have. That's what I, one of the principles that I teach in my course. Okay. So you are who you are. I think that sends a really good message in the matrix because yeah. what they're fighting for is everyone to live their life, not live the simulation, but live for yourself. Yeah. And there's like a specific notion of the matrix that you take that really binds you together in that belief? Yeah, it's about it's about being the best you can be, but it's also, you know, we all have a path. We all are our own version of the one because the higher power that is in the world, it's also within us. Yeah. And uh, you know, with spirituality the path set before us is really what you make of. With me, I believe in love, patience, and virtue. And also, you know, serving others and worship and all that stuff. That's a guiding principle for I want to be on the path to be like that. Do you have a certain path that you set yourself for? And follow my heart. Follow your heart? My path is to follow my heart because my heart to me is my compass. And when I follow my heart and I do what's right for me, even though it doesn't make sense sometimes, everything work out, works out the best that way. When I follow maybe what's most logical or maybe what most people think I should do, it doesn't work out. You know, there's, there's an intelligence that is more than my mind. Uh, and, okay. and that intelligence resides in my heart. Okay, okay. And you do bring up an important point from the matrix. Intelligence, the artificial intelligence what's created the simulation, and they have influenced all the other people in these simulations to believe reality in that simulated environment. So mm -hmm. do you feel like the divine interference or intervention is the artificial intelligence and the one is like bringing them out of that environment? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's exactly it. And I know you watch the movie and you're like a big fan of it. Have you ever, what is one moment you have seen yourself as the one? This is your, this is what you're going to do and this is how you're going to achieve it. Well, that's why I started my coaching practice. I, and I've been an accountant for 20 years and in 2017 I left my job and went to California for six months. And as I said, at the end of six months, I decided to write a book. Um, I knew writing the book 
would change my life. I knew in my heart it would change my life. And I asked myself, do I really want it? And I decided that at the end of my life, I didn't want to take the comfortable path that everybody expected. I wanted to take the path that was in my heart. So I began writing in 2018 in January and by August I had published and now I'm a coach, speaker, author, and I'm helping people all over their hearts. So you empower others yeah. as the one to follow what they truly desire and are passionate about in life through your renaissance moment and actually capture what their renaissance moment is for them. Yes. And if they don't know, I can help them. I can help them figure that out because a lot of us, this is not something they've practiced. It's hard to discern what's in your heart, what's in your head. Like there's a lot of noise and static in the world mm -hmm. and we are disconnected from our beliefs and ourselves. Just like Neil, he would, he would believe for a little while and then he would fall back and then he would, you know, and I can help people discern all of the static and get to their own truth and guide them along the way and help them create a new life, essentially, whatever life they want, one step at a time. True. One step at a time. One step at a time. Well, then, if, if that's the case and you see yourself as the mentor to Neo, then you are his, you're Neo's mentor, basically, and that, and that comparison. Um, well, we're all teachers and we're all students. Mm, okay. You know, I think we all have different, we all have different aspects of life where we are, we're all still learning. You never stop learning. You never arrive. Oh, okay. And uh, the teacher and student relationship is interesting because of the fact that not only can the student can learn from the teacher, but the teacher can also learn from the student because it's the student that is like, this teacher is following along with on a the teacher sending them on a path and the student is following whatever path they're set on to. So the teacher comes along the way to help them in that field. And just as much as the student can benefit the teacher, the teacher also is part of their path that what we call a conjoined path. You come together in this overlap and then another point in life you're like back into other other people overlapping with you. Yes. Yes, it's true. They always come at the at the perfect time I find when the when the teacher when the student is ready, the teacher appears. That's what they say. Oh, okay. And uh how are you I guess your spirituality is self spirituality. You're not really conformed to specific spiritual discipline, if I'm not mistaken be accurate yeah I, I believe in uh, a higher power that is that is guiding things I believe in a higher intelligence yeah. but I believe that that is in my heart yeah. and it works with me I know I might have like religious doctrine in my spirituality but you know I do believe the Lord has a path for me and that is a path that I can take step forward with confidence knowing that I have a set goal and destination and manifestation of what is to become. Well, if that if that feels right to you, that's that's great. I mean, as long as as long as it feels right to you, go for it. You know, I sh I actually do believe that statement to be true because spirituality 
is a medium in which we find who we are in what we observe and influence from the world. What we take is what we make out of it. Yes, yes. Life is definitely uh, what you make of it. There's, you know, we have, we do have choice. And you know, uh, one important concept of the matrix is not only have the choice for yourself, but actually have the opportunity to have the choice to have what you want. Basically, humanity is defined by the choices that we make and desire for those to play out in real time is the goal. Living in the moment, but also seeing how your choices influence certain things around you. That's right. Every choice has a reaction or um, you know, a consequence and things yeah. related. Um, just infinite relationships, right? So mm-hmm. every choice has, has effects and we have to live by the consequences of our choices. So the key is to make, how do you make the choice that's right for you? Yeah, I agree. And this also reminds me of a quote. Every force, every action has a but, separate but equal reaction. And in that reaction is unknown until it happens. So how you react or do an action and react to it are two different things. But they have a parallel effect on each other because of that relationship. Yeah. And they inversely to influence one another back and forth. It never stops being the inverse relationship, which I think is really cool, actually. That's interesting. Yep, absolutely. Everything is intertwined in ways we've never expected. And, uh, you know, in the Matrix, everyone is intertwined by the same simulation, by the same intelligence providing the, the simulation. But when you break the simulation is when life truly reveals itself to be what it is, what it's supposed to be. You ever have that moment where you like, this is what I'm supposed to do and this is what I'm doing because of it? Well, I had a moment like that when I decided to write my book. And I had a moment like that when I decided to go to California, you know, after I left my job. And I had a moment when I moved to Vancouver um, I was born in Winnipeg and I decided to move to Vancouver some years ago. And all of those things were key, key points to pivot my life to be on my path now. Yeah. I feel like the moments that I have where I changed what I thought was supposed to be was one, being in TV production for four years, having a passion for mass communications and filmmaking and video production. And then that kind of changed to having NC Anime as a blog and an NC Anime as a podcast kind of perspective. So all those different building points is what I'm supposed to be. And right now, I just, I'm supposed to be full time in the position that I have been applying for in my other job. So I feel like those are the those are the moments that you're supposed to be who you are, and those are the moments that you can carry with you and have weight and have like a build up if you care. Well, if you have that knowing, like I said earlier, we all have that inner knowing, regardless of uh, our spirituality or religion that we follow, and the key is to follow it. And I believe once you follow it, you know what you want to be. Now, what is your favorite moment in the Matrix? Well, there's so many of them. Um, 
I really love the moments um, near the end of the movie or maybe the last 20% of the movie where it looks like Neo is down and he's not getting up. That's it. He's done. And Trinity says to him, get up. And she yelled at him. And she, I mean, he heard her from a different dimension. How is that even possible, right? And, you know, we all have that inner voice that says, get up and keep going. This is your path. And, you know, he followed it. He heard it. He followed it. And he became greater because of it. So how many times have we all thought, this is it. I can't take another step. And But you dig deeper and you find the power and the strength to do so. And then when you do that, you take that one step just to get up. Look what happened. At the end of the movie, he's flying. Yeah, I, I absolutely believe with that thing. Because television has a... It, like, what you bring up is that voice in your head archetype. Like, they're distracted or they're about to die. And then the person is telling them, do this. Believe, you know, get up fight forward, you know, that type of inner voice. And that does play out into cinematography and, you know, entertainment as like, that's the guardian behind you telling you that you should keep going and not give up kind of mentality. I think that really resonates with viewers sometimes because it gives them like, I don't have to give up. I can continue going on the path that I have. Yes. Never give up. If you, if you don't want to give up, then don't give up. And you know that's the beauty of being a coach. Is you get, I get to be there when people feel like they can't get, they can't continue going, and they don't have the strength. And and the coach is there to say, yes, you can. Keep going. Don't give up. Here's some help. You know, it can be that voice to people. And I think it's you know very striking that. You bring up the matrix and your coach at the same time because you can help shape people's lives in a different perspective than they can shape their own. You're part of the journey with them, and that shared journey is truly meaningful because it, you have purpose beyond you. You connect with them and help for them to mold you, but also them to mold you as well. Yes. I definitely do my coaching and my my spiritual practices and my energetic practices to help other people. I didn't decide to become a coach because I wanted attention. I did it because I want to help other people and I want to be part of their journey and part of sharing my gifts to help everybody improve and be, you know, happier and lead fuller lives. And in return, working with them fuels me and feeds me and nurses me so then I can take that energy and be a better version of myself. So it's a very reciprocal relationship. And that's what we call a mutual symbiotic relationship. You both help each other build up. That's what a lot of people strive to be. They want to have the bacterial in their stomach to help you digest food and you be able to you know, the bacteria to feed. That's kind of what needs to happen in most relationships. If it's not symbiotic, then sometimes it can feel amiss or like you need to fix it, you know? Mm -hmm. And I do believe that 
have I don't know about codependency, but like having someone in your life that you bring and they can bring something to you is truly magnificent and it's just I believe it's really personal, like a personal nature to it. And you can connect to it and build on it. I love connecting with people one on one. It's it's very special to me to be part of their journey in whatever way they want to work with me and um I want to honor who they are and help them be the person they want to be and do what they want to do and have all the things that they want to have. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because you provide what they want, but they also can provide you things that you might not know until after the fact that they gave to you. So that's another thing to take note of. Yeah, it definitely works both ways, Mason, for sure. And I feel like, you know, in the philosophy of the matrix, we have one set goal: free humankind, get them away from the supreme intelligence that is given in the simulation, but also more impactful because they have a fight for the cause. They have something they believe in. They have something that is striking. to fight for. And this is another thing the willpower and commitment comes to hand to hand. Because you need the willpower to be able to do it and to have the determination to do it and the commitment that goes with the determination to how far you can take yourself and apply it to that situation. That's right. Will, commitment and support. Everybody needs support. And one more moment. have a version of ourselves that doesn't believe in ourselves and mm-hmm. and wonders you know leading this average sort of boring life Neil was uh you know Mr. Anderson he was uh working with computers and if you're passionate about computers that's great but he had something else calling him so yeah right and also another thing the nature is a science fiction angle because the bend reality to have this the spoken nature perceived on the screen is very visually inclined and special effects play a heavy role in telling the story of what the matrix is it provides a uh a, a reality where it's like a virtual reality kind of thing yeah so like a step behind ahead than what other movies have did at the time. It was definitely groundbreaking. I don't think there's ever been anything like it since. This is the reason why so many movies take on the influence of the Matrix and try to incorporate some of that characteristics into the projects that they work on as inspiration. It's a, it's a muse, as we call it. It's a muse to other projects and how powerful it means to the community who watches such projects like the major. Yeah, it's definitely been influential influential in my life, that's for sure. Uh-huh. And uh, you know, it's over 20 years later and there's a new series now the Matrix, right? It's starting over again. Yeah. And it, have you ever found yourself in a self-contained environment that seemed like it was a simulation of it, some kind? Um, well, on many levels, I suppose, have I ever found myself in a self-contained environment that seems simulated? 
Well, once when I was about five years old, I had a dream and the dream seemed very, very real. And then I woke from the dream and I thought, what is also a dream? What if my whole life with my parents is actually a dream? And, you know, when the matrix first starts out, that's what happens. Neo has an experience to follow the white rabbit. Things happen. And then he wakes up in his bed as if he had been dreaming. Yeah, I think that's pretty powerful so, because he followed the path of the white rabbit and the white rabbit led him to what we call the matrix or him being the one to change the matrix. So it kind of went on this journey of, well, they're interfering, they're getting off my set routine, and I'm breaking such routine. Now here I go on a new journey into self-exploration and who I am after my routine is broken. Yeah, he learned he learned to reinvent himself. He changed his image. He did all kinds of things. And I personally like the change Neo, who's now. Uh, the black coat, wearing the black coat, wearing the, the, the black attire, kind of is very striking because it gives off like a, not only an anti-hero, but more like a important figure that you need to notice me and I'm now changed. Here I am, right in front of you, mentality. Confidence, right? So yeah. as you transcend your obstacles, you gain confidence. And as you gain more confidence, you gain more understanding that you can be able to do something in a better fashion. Confidence molds us into something better. It gives us the motive to do more, but also gives that morale to know what we're, that we're going to do and it's going to have an impact. We can know we can do it accordingly and specifically and precisely in a way that's beneficial that's right confidence really um helps a lot i from what i've studied maxwell maltz he's a psychologist and he says you cannot outperform your self-image and self-image you know and confidence go hand in hand so as your confidence and self-image changes as neo's self-image changed when he was in the matrix or not in the matrix his confidence changed and when he was able to do change. Oh, definitely. And I also believe you have your own self image. You are who you want to be. You can change accordingly. You can do a move. You can change careers. You can also change the person you're with. You can change a, to another symbiotic relationship. That's like the true beauty of everything. You change and you have the ability to change. Yes, we can change anything we want to. We just have to believe. Yeah, if you believe it, then you can strive for it and have the confidence necessary to achieve it. Uh, you know, with power of belief, do you feel as if believing something stronger than you has put you in a situation similar? Oh, all the time. All the time. Because... I believe that our brains, intelligent as they are, there are limits. Like I said, it's programming, right? So if there's something stronger than me guiding me, then that, that is the force that allows me to transform. If all I had was my own thinking, it's impossible to transcend your, what your, your current situation. 
within your own thinking. Because as Einstein said, you cannot solve a problem with the thinking that created it. In other words, you got to get out of you got to get out of your box. You've got to think differently. And where does that come from? That comes from a power that is bigger than you. Yeah, when you have self-thought, one, all ability to change is not within ourselves, but it's in the ability of what is surrounding us. So if we think that we can't do it, then more than likely you don't do it until you actually believe that you can do it. And doubt comes in. You want to cast away any doubt and let the light shine in because that is where you find the epiphany moment to do more and to do better. That realization is what we need in everyday life. Yeah, belief and that belief that you can transcend. That 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 will allow us all to keep going for sure. And as we wrap this interview up. Do you have any final thoughts about the matrix and the spirituality of the matrix? Just that it is truly a metaphor for our lives. I believe that, you know, life on earth is very much like the matrix. And we are much more, you know, I believe we are spiritual beings. Whatever you believe about that spirituality is up to you. Um, but that our true self is is outside of the matrix and we can all fly and do amazing things if we connect to that power that is greater than us. Yeah, I absolutely believe the world presents itself as a simulation. You need to break the simulation to find where you belong. Find your voice, find your standing, surround yourself with good people to put you in a path to be able to do that. I also believe going outside the matrix is your goal, is your destiny. Now, outside of it, it's truly when the magical moments happen. Because then you have presented yourself with more opportunities outside the original matrix into another environment where you can do better, be yourself, be self-evident of the fact that you had did this with Minimal or lots of help, doesn't matter how much help you have. It's the matter of you getting there on the part of the journey to be able to make change, make a difference, and be something beyond what you are right now. Exactly, Mason. I completely agree. And uh, as we wrap up this episode of The Matrix and Spirituality of It, I want to thank you, Catherine, for being here and actually providing such great commentary into the spirituality and how the matrix presents us as a metaphor. Thank you so much, Mason. I enjoyed our talk very much. And if your listeners want to get a hold of me, I can be reached at inspiredbycatherine.com. Catherine is spelled K-A-T-H-R-Y-N. And I believe my information will be in the show notes. And uh, before we go, you can go to podcast where you do podcasting you. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, and iHeartRadio are some of the major platforms. We also have www.mcmepodcast.com. And again, you can also find Catherine at, spot, at her website, Inspired. And join us on the Patreon community. Be part of the MC Animator community and make a difference like the Matrix did. Be part of us and support us. 
We thank you for your time. And uh, this is over and out. And uh, let the matrix be found within yourself one day, my guys.